Hello, I'm Chris Evans, Superintendent of Natomas Unified School District. Thanks for joining me again. One of our guests, or one of our goals in Natomas Unified is to create safe and welcoming learning environments where students attend and are connected to their schools. This is so important because we know it can make significant impact on student success. So we intentionally focus on this in Natomas, and with the support of our Board of Trustees, have made investments in the area of social, emotional, and emotional learning and support. In fact, it was uh, stunning to me eight years ago um, when I started here how little um, we had outside of some psychologists and counselors, and we were basically outsourcing our mental health um, by um, paying outside agencies to, to come in and, and using interns more than anything else. But we have significantly changed that in the last uh, seven plus years. So this is what we're going to focus on today, what we've done and what we have now. And joining me are two individuals that specifically focus in this area in NUSD. Carol Swanson, some of you may have known her as the artist formerly known as Carol Williams, <laughs> our associate superintendent. And Anthony DeMardo, a psychologist who's been with us, is it? like 10 years now or something like that? Like six. Yeah, so he was formerly a psychologist. Now he's been promoted to a director, or as his friends probably told him, he's gone to the dark side. Welcome to both of you. <laughs> Thank you very <laughs> Thank much. You. It's great to be here. Glad to be here. So in the last decade, and really even a little more, this has become an extremely popular topic, particularly because of the increase in need that we've seen for our youth. I know we've talked about it a lot with um, colleagues and just in, in my house and with others. I don't know if there's an increased need for mental health or we just become aware uh, that there's always been a need. But whatever it is, uh, it is now very important for us to, to be able to support our, our students and families as they go through this. And, and it's important for people to understand why this is such a priority for us and why we've made this investment. So, um, and so like you were saying, Natomas has focused on this since about 2013, 2014. Um, and some of the increase in the mental health um, um, concern or, or the conversation coming up is not unique to, to Natomas. So in um, our state, I pulled a little bit of research and found that um, over the last five years, there's been about a 50% increase in hospitalizations, um, which is, which which is astronomical. It's, it, it was hard for me to even believe that when I first saw those numbers. Um, and then in Sacramento County, pulled some uh, more data and found that about 30% of students surveyed um, reported some type of depression-related feelings. Um, and then in, also in Sacramento County, we had 6% of school-aged children that were hospitalized for mental, mental health-related um, issues. It was a little bit higher for if we just looked at high school students, but that's looking at age um, 5 through 19. Um, which is which is also a very high number. Um, we were looking back when um, uh, some data was pulled in 2016, and they also found that Sacramento County actually had the highest rate of hospitalization for mental health related issues um, wow. in the state. And I that's, did not know. that's for youth five to 19. Yeah. Wow. Um, so some other um, uh, things to to keep in mind is um, so in Natomas we're the second most diverse um, district in the state of. California and the sixth uh, most diverse in the entire country. Um, so we have um, students that speak 49 different um, languages. Um, we have 60% of our students that are on free and reduced lunch, 293 students that are currently homeless, 75 um, students that are in foster care, um, and we have over 10% of our students that have been identified with, with disabilities in special education. And in addition to all of that, we are a rapidly growing district. We've added over 3,000 students in the last 
Seven years. Seven years, yeah. yeah. So we have transiency issues, facility issues, overcrowding. There are academic and social-emotional pressures on students. Um, this rapid growth strains our system and requires that we be prepared, not just for the facilities issues and the staffing issues, but for services to new and existing students who feel the strain of the rapid growth in our district. Well, I've been in Sacramento now. I think it's almost 30 years when I started at Sac State, and um, Sac Sacramento has a lot of mobility. I used to be a principal in South Sacramento. Um, uh, I worked in, in Elk Grove Unified, uh, multiple schools, and now here in the Thomas, and there is a lot of mobility, and new apartments pop up and families move. Um, you know, uh, uh, landlord sells a house and families move, right? Mm -hmm. And so lots of mobility, um, and we do. We, we, we feel growth. I'm, I'm really uh, appreciative of our community. They've passed uh, two bonds in the last few years, which allow us to, we've built three new schools, and we're, we just announced the other day we're going to open our, our fourth, and that's helping a ton. But this something about Natomas over the years, even going back when it was Arco Arena and the, and the Kings were out here, this community always grows and shifts in waves, and when it comes, it comes pretty big and fast. And so, uh, as we were talking about, it's 3,141 students in the last seven years we've grown. That's pretty significant. Uh, we were in the 12,000s, now we just topped 16,000. Um, we're gonna go beyond that uh, next year and probably continue to grow. Uh, Carol, uh, you and I have both been in the district leading this work uh, for about the same amount of time. Uh, I had arrived in 12, and I think I stole you from San Juan in 2013. Um, and we all knew that social-emotional learning supports for our students needed to be a priority. Um, a lot of work has been done in that area. So will you talk about what Natomas is doing? Well, there's quite a few things we're doing. Um, the, and I'm, we're very proud of all of it, so it's not in any particular order. One thing I really want to stress is the website. The Our district website has a link on it for anyone to make a referral anytime if they're concerned about their child, if they're concerned about a friend, if they want to make a referral for themselves. And that's monitor 24 hours a day. And that's a huge, that's huge. That's a really um, amazing feature. Um, we just contracted this year with Care Solis. So we are able to make referral services for community-based counseling to our staff and to our students. Um, we have a psychologist at every school site now, and at Intercom High School, we have two. We have additional mental health services, so in, uh, I'm talking about our school counselors, but I'm also talking about mental health therapists um, in our district, we, and that's not... In, not inter, those are not interns. In addition to that, we have interns um, that are supporting our students. Um, we've added, we have PBIS, restorative justice, responsive classroom, second step. These are all social emotional programs and frameworks that we're implementing across the district. Um, we have our social emotional support program. It started off as T, uh, uh, TK through first grade and now it's TK through 12th grade. And um, we have provided social-emotional support services to, you know, off the top of my head, I'm going to say nearly, probably nearly 3,000 students over the last few years, either in one-to-one -one therapy or small group services. This year, I can tell you 750 students are currently being served 
in social emotional support services. And uh, that doesn't require an IEP. You don't have to be in special ed in our district to receive these services. So um, state law requires through ERMS, educationally related mental health services, that districts provide services to special ed kids. We've gone beyond that and it, it does not require special ed. And that's a big deal. It's very, it makes us very unique. So if you're a parent, you can go on online and refer your child if you feel like their child needs some kind of additional social-emotional support in addition to talking to a teacher or a principal or an adult at the site. Um, also, you talked about Care Solace a little bit. Um, basically, that is a, a, a process that we're now a part of that when there's a need, we, we can refer them to this agency that helps them yeah, whether they have health care or whatever degree of health care they have to get some social emotional support uh, for students and their family, member, family members as well? Yes, and the family members for sure. Because there's been cases where I've worked on where I continue to meet with a student but also refer a family that's, um, you know, in some type of turmoil that needs um, family supports or counseling. Um, so, yeah, so it's been very, very helpful for that for that reason. I can tell you, especially for a district our size, uh, this is all very unique and, and real positive, uh, but it's just the right thing to do. I mean, when a family's in crisis, it affects the student who's coming to school. So us being able to connect with a service that'll help that family get some degree of support only means that that student has a greater chance for, for being successful. So I don't want to get too deep into academic talk and academic speak. Uh, we, we have something uh, called the multi-tiered system of support. So it's, uh, it's a tiered approach that we take to ensure that what we do touches all students with social-emotional learning and support. But I do want to talk a little bit about how all this impacts every child in Atomas Unified. So if you would briefly talk about the different tiers that we have and, those, uh, and how they support our goal of creating a safe and welcoming learning environment where students attend and are connected to their schools. Absolutely. So um, at the uh, what we would call tier one is uh, more school-wide supports, and that's our... Um, our positive behavior um, interventions and supports and restorative practices. Um, kind of in a nutshell, it's, it's really about building community um, at the school, um, creating the um, expectations, but also not just expectations, but acknowledgement systems for the students. Um, the restorative practices have been um, um, really good, the ones that I've seen in terms of just building the um, school community and, and specifically class community, because the students um, basically just get into a circle and go around and um, talk about their own values. They talk about um, creating school um, or classroom rules and um, also just different topics that are impacting them. So they might just, uh, a teacher might stop a, a classroom activity because she noticed something's popping up. Um, they um, get into a circle and talk about whatever that issue is, whether that's uh, bullying, something related to uh, emotional or even academic stressors. Um, so that's been positive. Um, um, in addition, um, so then when we're getting up into more of the tier two levels, this is when we're taking more of a small group or individual student approach. Um, and this is where we might do some type of check-in or check-out um, system with a student, which is, um, I, I like to uh, call it mentoring is what it really comes down to. And where the student's checking in with one specific faculty member or staff member um, in the morning, um, and then going through uh, throughout the day with some type of behavior slip, coming back to that staff member um, later in the day to just go over what's what's been going on. And I found that that's been um, 
very um, important for students. And it's funny because we usually tie reinforcements or something they're earning um, through this process. But what I found is what it comes down to is the students really just want that relationship with that staff member. Um, so we've had kids that have done like check in, check out, stop doing it. And they say, hey, can we can we continue doing this? You know, I, I want to continue to do this. And so that's been um, really awesome. Um, and then also at Tier 2, we're looking at more uh, targeted uh, small group social-emotional learning, and that's where we get into the, the um, grief counseling, um, divorce, anger, anxiety, gender-specific issues, social skills. Um, and then also at Tier 2, we might also do some brief one-on-one um, -on -one counseling where it might just be some short-term counseling that's related to specific issues. Um, as we get into Tier 3, this is when we take a much more um, targeted approach to what's really going on with the students. So this is where we might call in a psychologist or behaviorist to do a functional behavior assessment. And I know that's fancy words for it's basically trying to figure out the why. Why are students um, having the difficulties they're having and then creating behavioral systems and plans around that to support the students. We also would provide at that level um, ongoing one-on-one -on -one targeted counseling for whatever the specific um, um, issue a particular student is having. having. Um, and then at this level too, we might also be getting other community agencies um, in, involved. And this is where we might uh, make a care solace referral to um, have some partnerships with the community-based counseling as well as what we're providing at the school level. So an in, in, in idea, in, if, if we're doing this well, and, and although we're doing a lot, we, we still have room for improvement for sure. Tier one is really what everyone should have access to in tier two and three. Um, the intensity increases based on the student's need. Is that is that it in general? Cool. So one thing we always do in Intomas is we survey our students and our parents on a variety of topics, including how safe they feel and how connected they are to their respective schools. It's funny you gave that story about the student receiving the, two, the tier two support, and when it stopped, the kid wanted that back. It makes sense. The kid had a connection to an adult, and they wanted to keep that connection. Uh, we want you to know we do publish those results in our district progress report. We're very transparent with the information uh, that we survey, and uh, twice a year you can see our district progress report. Uh, we believe it helps us to see what we're doing well and, frankly, where we need to improve, uh, and it keeps our community updated. Uh, we're always going to celebrate our successes, and people would be foolish if they thought that we shouldn't. Uh, we're also going to own the places we have to get better, and I think that's what makes Natomas unique. We just had a board meeting where we talked openly about our lowest achieving student groups at our two most struggling schools, and it was painful, but it was more important to have that discussion in public so everyone knows why we're investing more time and money in, in those schools. That's our our transparency. So if anyone wants to know how we're doing on social emotional learning and supports or anything else, please feel free to go to our latest edition of our district progress report at www.natomasunified.org. I will warn you, it is not something you should click print on. Uh, if you want a hard copy, we have them in our district office or at our schools, but you will go through two or three ink jets uh, or waste some laser toner. We'll give them to you for free because we want to be transparent. So pick them up at our schools if you still like to touch that paper or here in our district office. So that's all we have time for. Thank you both for spending some Thank time you. and sharing some information with our listeners. And to everyone else, please keep tuning in. Until next time, take care. This podcast is a production of the Natomas Unified School District. You can find our podcast online in the Apple Store, Google Play Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and the Natomas Unified School District website at www.natomasunified.org. 
You can also locate our episodes on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just look for Natomas Unified.